Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook Friday, then. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Totry, joined on this Friday fun day. By some some truthers. This is the second straight tight day. Yeah, Yeah. you are. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You're slacking. Well, I was was slacking at the same time. I wasn't oh, Slack. I was. Uh-huh, okay. I, I had a lot going on. Okay, yeah. it's hard. The quick turnaround from Suns to this kind of throws me off sometimes. Mm. I'll be better, I promise. Um, but as um, as Drake and Josh say, I ain't calling you a truther. <laughs> because are you calling me a liar? Well, I ain't calling you a truther. Yeah, we didn't need that. <laughs> you calling me a liar? I ain't calling you for dinner. Yo, why Let's not dinner? Please, dinner's not ready yet. What? Dinner's not ready yet. Why would I call oh, you for yeah. dinner before it's the food? True. Drink? It isn't okay. ready yet. What did you uh-huh. make? Um, like tortellini. Oh, really? What type? Three cheese? Of course. Duh. <laughs> Fucking. Well, well I, I like the three cheese Actually, with portobello and stuff. Pesto tortellini? Dude, insane. Turn me the tortellini? Pesto. Tortellini is the best pasta. It's not even. You're my guy, Sean. You got some sweaty hands. Yeah, I do. It's a real problem. I should probably see somebody about that. Um, And also, pesto is. Yeah, I'll eat. My buddy was allergic to pesto, and sometimes I'd pesto bomb him. And what does that mean? Put like a tiny bit of pesto in what he was eating, and he would, he would have a little. He's trying to I just uh, tried to subtly commit murder. No, he like, no he's, he's helping him get over. It wasn't his serious. It was like allergy. it was like my peanut little, allergy. Like we've actually been doing that to you for the last couple yeah, of months. I've been sneaking you peanuts in your pocket. That's actually <laughs> one of the side effects of sweaty palms. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. Sweaty be. palms. Yeah, great band name. Ooh, no, that sounds like an Eminem cover band. What was the band. band name that I said earlier today, Leo? Someone yesterday. Um, uh, really cryo baby. Oh, cryo baby. Ooh, okay. Does that go hard? Like, is it like cry dash o dash yes. baby or yep. not like okay, yeah. not like cryogenics or anything? Yeah. Okay. Is that hard? He you know, he said baby before either of us That's mentioned. Right, so yeah. We were talking before the show about how we should have either like a jar or a counter, and like each time we say one of our things. So I bring up Syracuse. He says Notre Dame, where you mentioned a, a hypothetical person Children, under the yeah. age of eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate that. We'll just title that. it minors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pac-12 Media Day. Yeah. The, speaking of the minors, the minor leagues of, of wow. media availability. Wow. Fucking That was garbage. amazing. Hey, Pac-12. He didn't even respect you enough to turn the hand. He gave you back of the hand. High five. What is, why are we What's dissecting up, everything I'm doing? I, I mean, because you get a slap Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Bust. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Pac-12. Pac-12 Media Day. The sweaty palms of NCAA football. <laughs> Just garbage. <laughs> okay. Well... We do have a couple clips that we're going to play here in a bit. Uh, but before we get to anything that was said, we don't have more clips because the Pac-12 sucks. Um, we know that they're still in talks with getting the whole media rights and everything sold. Um, originally, there was, I believe, a 30-day... They had entered 30-day negotiations. Um, and from what the commissioner said today, it sounds like it's going to be a lot longer. How much of that do you think... And I feel like this is going to be a question that I'll ask you a lot as we're talking about what Kolovkov had to say. But how much of that do you think was just tactics to try and speed everything up to maybe raise interest um, from some of these media outlets? Because it sounds like it's going to take a while before any of these rights are done. I mean, it's not like they're they're bargaining with like some small like they're gonna have to get like amazon and apple involved like they have to yeah they have to get a big streaming service involved so it's not like they're trying to like finally get the the 
the forbidden fruit that is DirecTV. Like, they're done with that. That's over now. You yeah. can't do that. Fucking, what was it? Comcast our way to hell. Like, just the worst. <laughs> Why? Why Comcast? Why did I have to do that? Let's stream it online. I would Let, be here. You know what? Stream it on Netflix. Let, this this was the, the worst thing ever. Hey, look. Um, Pac-12... Pac-12 After Dark streaming live on Pac-12 Network online. Oh, wait, no, it's not. We're doing a a, a bioptic of some guy that played 50 years ago. I don't know what I'm saying. It just... A biopic? Sure, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, go fuck yourself, Sean. No, but he said biopic. Yeah, yeah, but you still said it wrong. Is it There's not, still two different things. Is it not a... I mean, are you sure? No, a biopic is a thing. It's a different than what they're saying. Who cares? Regardless, you go to Pac-12 Network to find a football game you want to watch, and they're doing some documentary on a, on a track star who I'm sure was fantastic, but I want to watch the football game. I hate the Pac-12 Network. It's terrible. I am here. I'm absolutely here for the Pac-12 and Amazon to get a deal. Can you imagine the Pac-12 included with like an Amazon Prime membership? Yeah, that'd be nice. Like that game would be, streamed on Twitch? That, I mean, I, I don't think Twitch wants. Twitch. Amazon owns Twitch. No, they but streams, you would, they wouldn't be streaming games they on They do Twitch. all the time. They, they they stream their football games on Twitch. Yeah. There's no shot that they would be streaming an ASU football game on Twitch. Yeah, they probably would. They, prob- they stream NFL games on Twitch. Yeah. I'm telling you that they're not going to stream. Why? If, if, Amazon, if, Amazon, if Amazon had the rights... The, if, the gavel, that's what it's called, right? If, Am, if Amazon had the rights to the Pac-12, they would also stream it on, on Twitch. Go Why that. would you not? Go so they, 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 don't, what? they don't own the rights well, right We're glossing over something. This is never going to happen. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Get, they're not going to get this be, done. That takes way too much competence. In they're the, not shopping. You're right. You're right. They're not shopping. Apparently for anything. Let's actually play that clip. Pac-12 commissioner George Kolovkov had some very interesting things to say about the Big 12. 12 commissioner said they were open for business in terms of expansion. Kevin Warren at Big Ten this week saying not ruling out future expansion. <clears throat> what gives you confidence that the 10 remaining schools are going to stay in this conference? Yeah, we've, we've had two board meetings a week for the last four weeks and uh, looking my colleagues in the eye and understanding their commitment and that their first priority is making sure that the Pac-12 survives and thrives and grows and is successful. They're committed to the conference, and I think the best thing to do is to ask them about it. And with respect to the Big 12 being open for business, I appreciate that. We haven't decided if we're going shopping there yet or not. Do you think the days of trying to be collegial when it comes to expansion are over? I hope they're not over, but they're certainly harmed. And um, that, that, that remark was a reflection of the fact that I've been spending four weeks trying to defend against grenades that have been lobbed in from every corner of the Big 12, trying to destabilize our remaining conference. And I understand why they're doing it. When you look at the relative media value between the two conferences, I get it. I get why they're scared. I get why they're trying to destabilize us. But it, it, I was just tired of that. And yeah, that's probably not the most collegial thing I've ever said. I, I feel so bad for Cleofka. Yeah. Because Larry Scott put him <laughs> in this position. He's like a – sorry, this is a real Espo quote or like metaphor no, he, that he does. It, he, it's, he's like a fish that just got stocked in a pond full of way too big fish. Mm-hmm. Like the SEC, the Big 12 are just taking bites at him and he's just trying to do his job. Like this isn't his fault that they're in this situation. And he's, he's, he's doing okay. Like I mean this is all you can really say at this point. It just – it sucks that and I, and I, and I didn't think Larry Scott was terrible like he was trying to do what was best for revenue but also at the same time there was really no look at the future and he, there's no way he would have been able to see this coming. It just it's an unfortunate situation but regardless ASU needs to make the most of it and get the get the hell out of here. Yeah, I respect that he was like he had a little bit of a bite oh, in yeah. what he was saying. Like there was no like he wasn't just kind of rolling over and being like oh no not really true no. Yeah. He was like yeah, we're not it's like I appreciate your interest, Big 12, and we're not looking to take any of your schools right now. I'm like, damaged. But, like, we can if we want to almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, which is just, like, also, it's funny because it's just... It's not true. Let's be real. It's not the case. Like, you're not you're not the buyers in this situation. No. But I appreciate that he is actually, like, you know, I'm going to go down with the ship. Like, I'm going to fight for this as long as I can. That's good to see, right? Because if, if we are... If ASU is going to end up stuck in the Pac-12, then... It's nice to know that the commissioner is not just like okay with like oh whatever happens to the conference with what happens we'll just rock we'll make the best of it like no like he's trying to keep it relevant and that's good I don't know how much like any of this stuff it's media day nothing means anything really well um, and I mean that's my next question is again kind of to Josh's point he's sick and he's tired of it all but like 
how much of this was just like in the moment, like he's answering the question and how much of it, like you got to feel at some point what the commissioner says carries a lot of weight. He knows what he's saying. He knows when yeah. he's saying it. How much of this is for a different purpose? And if so, like if there is, then what is that purpose? Um, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, he's just saying it to like signal to the, the conference, like to signal to the ADs in the conference, like within the Pac-12, within the Pac-12, like, listen, we're, I'm like, we're doing this. Like, we're not, like I said, we're not rolling over. Like we are still going to make the best of what we have. And obviously the USC UCLA thing is what it, it is, what it is, but like, I, that's I, where we're going to stop the bleeding there. I just think Klyovkov has seen like how the Big 12 did it when uh, Texas and Oklahoma left and they, you know, survived and they went and got other teams. And he, th- it's just a different situation. The Pac-12 is not the Big 12. Yeah. The Pac-12 doesn't have the same draw. Um, so when you're going to get your teams that will expand into your conference, you're not going to get U- USC's and UCLA's. You're getting like an You're going to get San Diego State. You might get BYU if you're lucky. Um, and then other than that, I mean, you're looking at a – some slim pickings, maybe from the Big Twelve, but like it's just well, BYU. I think would be like a very good addition to the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve. That's why I said if you're lucky. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Like, like I, I feel like if if the Pac Twelve was able to get like that would be an improvement. Obviously, not over USC. Yeah. USC. But honestly, with I mean, the way UCLA has been, but based on how UCLA has been recently, I would rather have BYU over UCLA just based on competitively, competitively. Yeah, but not like not like obviously in there's football the, in football. Yes. That's, okay. If you're just talking football, then yeah. maybe not basketball, not like the well, TV BYU market wasn't stuff like that. Great. Well, that's in UCLA reality. That's bad, all I care though. about. UCLA's like, not bad. We can't we can't they sit here bad, and we can't yeah. we can't sit here and like actually argue that these guys have any real interest outside of money. Um, at least that would be ridiculous in my mind to think that any of these commissioners actually give more than a shit about the student athletes within their conference a lot of this has to do with money so ucla usc leaving there is not two programs in the nation that you could bring here like that would actually be open to come into the pac-12 you are not getting an upgrade yeah no so that's i mean a lot of this has to do with revenue right he's got to make this is all it from my perspective right first thing i see when i see how long first off he speaks for like 45, 50 minutes today. Mm-hmm. A lot of this is a pitch, right? Yeah. A lot of this is a pitch to other it universities, to schools that like. Look, to a school like Texas Tech, maybe, who's like. I mean, maybe. Like. But that that's what it is. It's a, rolling over he's grave. trying to sell the Pac-12. Oh, I want Tech here. Yeah. Is what he's watch doing. ASU beat Tech. But he's yeah, trying 100%. to sell the Pac-12, or the Pac-10 at this point, to two willing markets that can actually replace Forty percent of the lost revenue. Yeah, that is gone. Well, and not only is he trying to pitch, he's also trying to pitch to a school like Washington, being like, Please. "Hey, Seattle, we need that market. Please yeah. stay." And I mean, and ASU, Phoenix, we need that market. Amazon's Please stay. <laughs> Maybe they can do us, do them some favors. The it's it's interesting too because they're you know a lot of the thirty day window like that's obviously what the window set is. They also have to wait until the Big Ten reaches their agreement with television. So. I don't know. As I said, I think their best is their best course of action is find, you know, maybe try to secure some type of deal with ESPN if you can get that after your 2024 contract yeah. expires. But you need a streaming service. You yeah. just need it. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, it needs to be easy to watch your fucking games. Yeah. And it's it's so hard. Yeah. As 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 media, sometimes like we would have trouble it's a struggle sometimes finding yeah. it, especially when it comes to the smaller non-revenue generating sports like you know softball would be would be easier because asu themselves do a great job yeah. of getting it out there but when it comes to like the pac-12 tournament with women's basketball you're like wait what channel is it on i remember when we were trying to watch the oregon state game yeah, yeah. it said it was on this channel it wasn't it said it was on pac-12 network and that's when they were playing a documentary yeah and we we're like where's the game like, well and this is just i mean this is just talking local right yeah, like exactly you try, try to find it in vermont good fucking well, luck. Well, i remember and take a shot but when i was in south bend like trying to watch an ASU football game, right, where it kicks off at 11 Eastern time, which A, is ridiculous in and of itself. I'm going to love it. But then trying to find that game is impossible. It's next to impossible. Yeah, no, it's like, terrible. And how much revenue, you figure ASU, right, we've, we've talked about it on the show before, one of the biggest institutions in the nation, right? The student mm-hmm. body, 80,000 plus. How many of those students are online and don't live 
in Arizona that would love to watch the game but simply can't access the game because yeah. the Pac-12 has made it nearly impossible to do so. Josh Hunt, for example, it was impossible for me to get anything when I was in Idaho. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be that way. Are you talking about like like food and necessities or are you talking about the games? Because no, they have potatoes there. Something yeah. fun to do. Yeah. Hey, David, can you check your phone? I need another beer. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Okay, okay. That's well, fast. moving fast. on to what Herm had to say, because Herm had some interesting things, and I kind of want to correlate it to what um, the commissioner had to say, right? So, Sorry, I didn't know we were going to go to another clip, or I would have just asked him. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, the interesting part to me is we're talking about the Pac-12 commissioner pretty much having to sell, make a selling point to these conferences, mm -hmm. right? And it's interesting because now the Pac-12 as a conference and these other conferences have to almost play the role of an institution, yeah, right, of what these coaches and athletic directors have to do in terms of recruiting. Herm talked about it today where college football is different now, where players leave in the offseason. It's like after the season now, you're not guaranteed to get these players back. Like yeah. you have to re-recruit them mm -hmm. at the end of every season. If you don't make a player happy that is talented, like you risk losing them at the end of the year. In that minute, you just said more than Herm said all day. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. We do have <laughs> one clip from what Herm – do you want it had to say what Herm decided he was going to say? The what? words that came out of his mouth. Word vomit. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get to it. And everybody can play commissioner and president and AD and all those people and say, I would do it this way. And that's great. But eventually, there's people with sound minds that are looking to do what's right for college football. And that's the bottom line. And I think the most visible thing that we all understand now, and maybe we kind of struggle with it, is the student athlete has a voice. And some people don't like that. So this is so confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. Pick a side, ASU. Do you want them to have a voice or not? Like, oh, I think Herm does. Herm definitely does. Herm has always wanted to. But he, he should, be, be, some he sort should of be a voice in Ray's ear. Why is this not changing anything? Because I don't like the more I, the more we sit and talk about this, the less I blame Ray. I don't think I, I don't think Ray has much control over this. I think then, it's Michael then, Crow. Then why why can't it? It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense if the head of your largest creation of revenue sport is saying stuff like this and saying the the way of things are changing and saying it's a good thing then why isn't the person that is in charge of the person that hired him doing anything about it? Wait, if somebody is that passionate, is yeah. he just putting on a front? Is he just doing this because the cameras are doesn't care. What? But it Michael Crow doesn't but care. Michael Crow is signing his checks. The Arizona Puerto Regents is signing his checks. So there's got to be, like, if, if Crow and Ray don't actually agree with this, right? If the players are going out on social media, making their statements, and one of the first things Herm has to say is this, Right. There is such a like a butting heads between the administration and the football team that it it turns into an embarrassment for everybody that's involved. Like if you're going to not agree, right? The players can do what the players want to do. But as the head coach and the administration, there needs to be some sort of cohesiveness before Pac-12 Media Day starts. Yeah. Cuz this isn't a surprise. People are going to be talking about NIL. Yeah. People are going to be talking about the transfer portal. Like if your administration doesn't like it, that's fine. But show that you guys are at least in unison here yeah. and that you're not about it. Exactly. It looks so much worse. And not to say that Herm's wrong. I think Herm is right well, in this but, sense. But, but that's why I said word vomit because does he mean it? Like he might mean it in the sense like players have a voice where they can transfer in and out and create problems when they – or the, they can try to solve problems by creating their own situation around the program like we've seen with people yeah. speaking out about certain programs and whatnot. But does he mean it when it comes to NIL? Does he mean it when he's talking about the landscape? We don't know that with Herm because we, he probably has to walk on eggshells now after after the yeah. investigation. Which, again, isn't I, a great look. I think that he does mean it because that's why I'm like at the end of that clip, it was like he was like this kind of smiley on his face yeah. when he's like when some, and some people don't like that. But like but it, was that a shot? Also, we, no, but we've also said how good of a talker he is. That is true. That and is behind the scenes, we don't know if he actually does anything to back it. The players like him as a coach, but he's a master motivator. And is that going to win you games? Not enough. It hasn't. Not a, well, not enough to make fans happy. Like, it hasn't created a successful environment. You lost the head of your program in Jaden Daniels. 
Like he, Jaden probably, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like I, I want to back him for this year because it's best for the players. But at the end of the day, like it just feels like we know what's coming, and it, it's just such a weird situation to be in. So I feel for the players, and I feel for, I feel for Herm a little bit because like. I just don't think he was given an opportunity to succeed. No, it's kind of like Kalev- well, put himself. Yeah, well, in a sense. Klyavkov, yeah. But Herm also put himself in a hole. But, hey. <laughs> it is what it is. There was a funny quote because you, you look up Herm Edwards on Twitter and vi- videos, and a lot of it is that you play to win the game or motivational speeches. And one of the very first one, it's from like four years ago. Um, and he goes on, and the first thing he says, he's like, you're, what people make of you, your legacy is just like the sum of the decisions and actions you make. And mm-hmm. the very following tweet was Doug Haller's Herm's response to the <laughs> ongoing investigation is like no comment. Did I'm you, like, this is perfect. Did you see him speak at Cronkite when he was first hired? Mm-mm. He spoke at Cronkite, and I remember just being so fired up because, again, just one of the best speakers yeah. I've ever heard. Like, like just such a master when it comes to vocalizing uh, feelings toward like wanting to win and yeah. getting you all riled up and that might be all well and good when you have a good team around it but when you don't it's like you can only do so much yeah no you're you're not wrong rz in the chat we won eight games last year you guys made it sound like we're u of a trust me uh, trust me no we don't <laughs> trust well me. i will i will say that this i've said that a lot like but a lot of the you, you guys don't but asu fans in general yes like it is consistently yeah. the this team sucks and i'm like dude they went they eight don't suck. and five last year. Which They've is- gone eight and five, but it's the consistency of going eight and five when you know you have such a higher potential, coupled with the investigation looming ahead of you. Like, trust me, I I, I completely agree with you, RZ. I completely agree with you. People are so pessimistic when it comes to wins and losses when it isn't that bad. But when you look at kind of like the bigger picture, it's like, eh, okay. yeah, I think we're, we're most pessimistic about like. The administration. The administration and how they treat, specifically the yeah. NIL thing. Like, yeah, the NIL I, thing. I think we all, especially Totri and I, have started to come around a little bit more on how this, te- how this team is going to perform this year. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, I think, for me specifically, the problems are how they treat NIL and the fact that they don't really seem to care. Um, but I think that's what we've been saying all year. Like, the, like as good as U of A's outlook looks, they're not, they're not here yet. No. They're they're not, not and there's no guarantee they that they will be. Yeah. You know, Dennis brings up a good point, um, saying this program has never been in this kind of mess in the worst possible time in regards to the conference realignment. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to fewest, take a chance. Fewest scholarship players they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And they're making do with it for what it is. Like, it's not a bad roster. No, it's not. For, for it's, that statement. It's just the it's the outside. It's everything that's surrounding it. Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. We we've also yeah as Sean said like we don't really know if it's Ray. I mean Ray has made some poor decisions I would say, but yeah. what is he being influenced by? Like we talk about this time and time again that Michael Crow isn't a sports president. Like, that's not what yeah. he cares about on the forefront. We need it's, an SEC school president. Yeah, and I mean like when you talk about his quote unquote bad decisions, like at this point I think we could we probably all agree that Herm was not a good decision, but mm-hmm. like. Bobby was not a bad decision. Trisha Ford wasn't a bad decision. Like, a lot of the decisions he made were good decisions in terms of, like, hiring and stuff like that. The Herm one, and I think when it happened, people were, it was a good decision, and there's a, a, a logic behind it. But I was doing this yesterday. Um, I was looking at our schedule yesterday from last year. Yeah. Like, just to. That Utah game? Yeah. Well, not the Utah game. The BYU game with yeah. the Merlin. First of all, I forgot about this controversy. Merlin Robertson was out of bounds before he fumbled the ball. I remember going ballistic. He stepped out of bounds. His heel hit the hit, hit the hit a tiny piece of white turf. He was out of bounds before he fumbled that ball on the interception. Regardless, that is what exploded the BYU game. You start. Let me pull up the schedule again. I think you you would have started six and one, and then you get to the Utah game, blowing that second half lead. This team could have easily won ten games. Yeah, which could have crazy. They could have. Yeah, and, and that does make it feel a lot worse. One hundred percent. And then. The, Eight and four is what I always call them. That's what I always say is they went eight and four last year and then they played a bowl game, which yeah. none of them matter. Yeah. Except for the Rose Bowl. I do want to Doug Haller tweeted something interesting um, just a second ago about Cam Tanzona uh, because that's been a topic of conversation. I know Shane and I have kind of gone back and forth on that um, off air. There is the the whole ASU during camp will go one day for a private like mm. little day like bonding thing. 
So Doug tweeted, just from conversations he's had lately about Arizona State and Camp T, there's a feeling the program has outgrown the facility, at least in its current state. The field is nice, but lodging and everything else makes staying for a week difficult, especially in the COVID era. So Sad. with that, yeah. you can make, I mean, again, we've talked about facilities. Like, I feel like this kind of falls under under that for ASU, right? Camp I T. mean, it's not ASU's facilities, but like. No, it doesn't. Like no. you don't think it falls under facilities? No, it's not theirs. They, I mean, it's. I mean, it falls under the facilities in the sense that that's why not why they're going. Right? Like they, it shows that they at least have some kind of standard. They're not just like, oh fuck it, like you can deal with this. Like yeah. they have some kind of standard for what they want for their players. But, but I don't. It's not the same. It's not something they have control over. Well, it's also just like it, it's cabins. Yeah, you don't want them to be close quartered, and that's the whole point of the trip. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be the same if you built a bunch of different places and everyone stayed in a different cabin like i don't think it has anything to do with facilities i i, I hope next year it'll continue because oh gosh darn it i'm selfish and it's so fun to go out there <laughs> but it's also really good for the bonding of the of these guys and well it's good for the fans yeah it's good for the fans to get out there i and... actually <laughs> i can't imagine what it would be like this year, this herm, year yeah. it is so close quarters <laughs> with the fans herm would be getting mauled heckled yeah but I think I think that would only feel I, I would only like that more. I would only like I want to see this team like at its breaking point mm-hmm. just because I want to see what they're capable of. Right. Like, I don't think they're going to give you everything they've got until they're at that point. So they are truly fed up with everything. And I don't think I don't even think we're there yet. Yeah, I don't. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, quite. Before we move on, because there's a lot more interesting stuff, the the Pac-12 preseason poll uh, came out the other day, so that's going to be... Oh! We'll get into that this in shit. a second. Oh, my God. We'll get into that in a second, guys. Take you want to talk about thinking we're Arizona? Take, a sip, of, take a sip of your drink. Take a sip of your drink before we get into this. Just just calm down. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay? I don't hate the media. Just calm down. <laughs> I, I hate what I, I hate, am. <laughs> well, I disagree with three specific media members. Okay. Um, we'll get there. Okay, we will get there. But first, what are you drinking? I'm drinking that hop knock. Get out of here, Rob. Stop it. Stop it. Damn Come it, on. Rob. Um, Rob Googled USC hey, Rob. and popped in here. Well, hey, Rob. <laughs> hey, Rob. If you're actually a USC fan and you don't know anything about Eric Gentry, go watch our show a couple months back. Just type mm-hmm. in PHNX Sun Devils, Eric Gentry. He was live on our program when he was still a Sun Devil. Great interview. Give us some views. Give us some more engagement and learn more about the kid. He's a great person. He's going to be a great player for the University of Southern California. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm drinking hop not today. <laughs> what as well. are you drinking? Same well. thing? I'm, I'm not two days in a row. No. Haterade. Okay. Mm. No, that's what the media is, is better drinking. Than the, drinking is it better than the Four Peaks Jungle Juice we had? No, nothing is better than that. I think yeah. that might be the best drink of ever. If they could the put that in a can, that'd be. Whoo, well, I was telling him the other day we were playing Fall Guys, it should be the PH and like the official. The beer. PHNX beer. Yeah. No, PHNX Sun Devil beer. Just us. Yeah. No, it's definitely just us. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was definitely the best tasting. Well, everything at Four Peaks. And the best looking because that thing looks cool. Okay, everything at Four Peaks is great. Head over there. Um, it's it's a great place if you missed <laughs> this our. This is not show. a USC podcast. I'm so here. sad. I'm so sad, Rob. Please, <laughs> it's it's a great place. They got great drinks, great merch, um, and we're live there every. They last do have Wednesday. good merch. I feel like we haven't talked about that enough. They Some of their like clothes and hats and stuff are dope. And we're live there every uh, last Wednesday of every month. So next month, get out there, say hello. Should be a lot of fun. We sang the national anthem when we were out there uh, this past. No, Wednesday. hold on. Don't say we. Yeah, fraud. Shane and I sang the national anthem. Go back and watch it. Okay. And then come at me well, and apologize. No, you probably sang it, but with a frail voice. You also didn't stand up when we were singing it the second time. So, oh, okay. Get out of here. Uh, no, I will not. But if you're going to drink Four Peaks, please be 21 and older um, and enjoy responsibly. Let's talk about some more disrespect. <laughs> Rob, you're not making it any better. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, come more- to Four Peaks on the final Wednesday of this month and we'll talk about it in person. <laughs> That sounds like a threat, John. I will talk about it in person. Behind the restaurant. No, just kidding. We'll talk about it in front of people, so there's no danger. I Um, promise. Pac-12 preseason poll, yeah? No. Yeah, yeah. that's a hard... So, from 1 to 12... Yes, Rob. From 1 to 12, given the votes, Utah getting 26 first place votes. They're number one with 384 points. Fair. Which is who I put at the top of my power rankings. Okay, I don't agree with number two. Oregon's at two. I two first place votes at three hundred forty five points. I think I had USC, Utah, and somebody. And I'll pull them up because I still have. Yeah, I think I still have them somewhere. We've got right. US, Let's see where ours USC at three with five first place votes, three hundred forty one points. 
Those are the only three schools that received first place votes. UCLA at four, which was surprising to me. Yeah, very. Oregon State at five. I think people still think DTR is some type of demigod. <laughs> Washington when, when at six. In reality, he's just a bigger Jaden Daniels that's really mid. The Cougs um, at seven. We've got Stanford at eight. Cal at nine. Brother. ASU at 10. Brother. That shit is so ridiculous. Arizona at 11 so, and Colorado at 12. There's two disrespectful things here. First of all, obviously ASU. Second of all, Cal. Cal got that Purdue quarterback. I think he's going to be kind of okay. I do too. I really Everyone, don't agree with oh, UCLA at four. No, I don't at all. Yeah. Where do you have the... I'm trying to find it. Okay. Um, yeah, what do you make of people putting ASU at 10? I don't care anymore. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. No. I mean, the, the worst part of, are dead. The worst part of it is there's, I believe, three people that had voted ASU to be the worst team in the conference, which yeah. last. Which is, I don't, I do not understand how you could say that. Mm-hmm. Like, Emory Jones was a good, is a good quarterback. Yeah, and it's like they lost Eric Gentry, but no, I, but there's I, a quarterback competition. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god, we didn't even get into that. You want to talk true. about the million and five things Herm had to say? That should be a book. Million and five things Herm has said. Yeah, um, you Without would find quarterback thing. competition. In that book, probably right after you played a win. You know game. who he's talking about, though, right? It's between Paul Tyson and Dalen McElmore. Oh, I, yeah, I thought it was McElmore and Tyson. Damn. Too. <laughs> no, Borgay? No, Borgay's, Borgay's the, established as the second guy. He's actually playing fullback now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Herm did say that there was a quote unquote competition at that position. Uh, that's just absolute. Geez. Set the bar low. Herm's going to backflip over it. That's just. <laughs> okay. That's just not true. There's no reason. There is no way in hell. Well, he's not going to backflip? Well, I think he would backflip before there was an actual quarterback competition. No, um, I'm, I'm talking about what Charles said. The bar is really set low for ASU, and then he's saying, hope Herm doesn't trip over. Yeah, I think the odds of Herm doing a backflip before there's an actual quarterback competition, though, is actually true. Yeah. Herm, look, there is no way in hell that Emory Jones said, yes, I'm going to go to Tempe and not be the starting quarterback. I found it, by the way. You found the our power ranking. Okay, so let's see. You also up. had Utah first. Okay, good. Um, so first it was yeah. I had Utah. Shane and I had Utah. Totri had USC, and then Shane and I had USC two. You had Utah two. We, we all, all had, had Oregon three. We actually all had all UCLA. had UCLA four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to rearrange the list. Um, well, no, no, I'm fine with it still. Um, but you just said, I don't know about USC, UCLA being four. And you had the, more that four. the more that I've thought about um, it, I don't At like five, it. I had Oregon State. Oregon State. Totri had Wazoo. <laughs> Shane had ASU. At six, I had ASU. Totri had Oregon State. Shane had Wazoo. At seven, I had Wazoo. Totri had Arizona State. Shane had Washington. At eight, Stanford, Washington, Oregon State. Nine, sh- me and Totri had Cal. Sean had Stanford. You are Shane Sean. had Stanford. <laughs> um, at 10, I had Washington. Totri had Stanford. Shane had Cal. 11, we all had Arizona. 12, we all had Colorado. Interesting. So so that was, we'll call that way too early power rankings. I think that was before Cal got their Purdue quarterback. We will do a preseason I really like before him. fall camp. He was the guy that started Rondell Moore. He's pretty good. Is that um, Plummer? Yeah. Yeah, he is good. I watched. He's him. okay. He, well, he. I mean, he was solid. better than what they had. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I I don't agree with ASU being that low, and I'm. I had them the lowest. Right? You did have them the lowest at eight, at seven. At I seven, just yeah. don't see a scenario where they're that. I mean, I guess there's a scenario where they're that bad, but I, I think don't. Washington State is such a boomer bust team, so seven is fair. Um. Stanford has no business being eight. Well, everybody, everyone's talking about Stanford's quarterback. I know. Stanford. Well, we, dude. We just saw. I mean, that's a boomer bust right there. I had Stanford at eight on mine. Um, You had him nine. Totri had him ten. So, I mean, we're all right around there. I just don't think Stanford should be above ASU. No, I think ASU. ASU was the most blatant, like incorrect thing here. Because, like, but again, they just don't know. But if you, but if you want to say they're seven or eight, I'll listen to that. Even if you want to say they're nine, I'm sleep. But there's three people that voted them below U of A. I don't under, I just don't understand that part. Don't sleep on Arizona. I am sleep on Arizona, yeah. Um Chain Sleepy? No, I'm sleep on Arizona. Sleep. Okay. Well, they're let's... like it's a, they're young. Like it is, this isn't college basketball. You don't just show like there's obviously situations where they do, but you don't just show up with a bunch of freshmen and just are good all of a sudden. Like guys have to unless you're fucking Alabama, I guess, and you have everyone's no, all, could the, go to the NFL. Mo- most most of the time they're 
if they have a freshman quarterback that is true or a freshman receiver that's really good most of their teams are really old like all the beefy linemen yeah yeah or, beef or, or, that could also be his word i don't know what that was but like that's a what meat they do yeah instead of they i mean yes <laughs> rob trust me we're very aware about their transfers like trust we have an uh, we have a u of a reporter mike luke who's told us all about their transfers they did get a lot of transfers but it's like it's like they're they're a three win team also, maybe it's like it's like putting cake on top of dog shit and eating it and saying this is really good no you have a couple good pieces and huh. also <sighs> wait a second no no no. before before you continue i just want to i just want to think about that for a second putting cake what kind of cake really good like okay chocolate cake. so you don't know when you're getting no, shit and when you're getting no cake. no because you see that you see it it's like but okay you're putting yeah, sprinkles on top of dog shit that's what it is oh we've got way worse we got rid <laughs> yeah, of cake well, that's what you is there's there's fucking and also like, we have no idea they what jet fish is we don't know like that jet fish is going to be a good coach jet fish is a good recruiter we know he's that. a good recruiter we know that friend we don't program. know he's going to be a good coach friend of the program likes the show um <laughs> probably he's not going to like that part <laughs> About the dog shit or saying he's not a good coach? Well, I don't know. Well, no, my point is that we don't know if he's a good coach. He is clearly a great recruiter. You don't get people to live in fucking Tucson. You could argue without that. Being okay, a good recruiter. okay. Yeah, can we stop? Can no we more just, disparaging Tucson. Can we just, Tucson is awful. But um, I mean, if you get people to live in Tucson. I literally I'm will mute all like you, you, you could, you could do. argue that Fish is top three recruiter in the conference. I have them at, at seven or eight wins. I say he's the best recruiter in the conference. If you get, because not like putting the two something aside, Brother. but like real, but real, I mean, better than Lincoln Riley? I'll say, yeah, Lincoln Riley. But okay. uh, um, I mean, putting aside though. the two something, but the, like, let's be real. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I haven't spent a whole lot of time in Tucson. I don't know. But also, when you look at the market and you have Los Angeles and you have just, I mean, Tucson all of California, also, you have Phoenix, you have yeah. Seattle. Like, it's it's one of the, the I don't want to say worse, but like, but, not but, at the top of most people's list. It's one of the least list. desirable. Okay, but, yes. but when you get an offer, and, or a visit. When you go on your first visit, it changes completely. Because you see the outside and you see all the desert. You're like, oh, it's dog shit. And then you actually go there. It's a, it's way bigger than you think. No, but I, but I'm saying. I like, know, I know. But but like once they get there, like it's not that hard to convince them. Trust me. Well, but what I'm getting at is there's that, and then there's also the fact that U of A is not good. Like their football program has been an embarrassment the yeah. last few years. You have to be a good recruiter to get people. Oh yeah. Because I mean, they got like five star recruits. They got people that are getting offers from schools that are like have been good. Um, and that is a a testament to Judd Fish for him being able to get players to buy yes, into what 100%. he's trying to do. Yeah, he's done a but good then, job. But like I said, we don't know what it's going to be when they actually hit the field. It's going to be interesting. Can we talk about the tweet that matters, or the the uh, the quote that mattered the most today? Let's hear it. Um, Cameron Rising, did you guys see this? No. Oh yeah, when he was oh, asked about UCLA and USC so, leaving. <laughs> so this you man. Oh my this god. This man. Uh, Doug Holler actually tweeted this. He goes, Utah quarterback Cameron Rising on his reaction to USC UCLA leaving for the Big Ten. Quote, cool, unquote. <laughs> I love that is, him. That goes so hard. Kevin Heisman. That goes so hard. Heisman. The man was one of my favorite players to watch last year. And seeing his personality when he started to get in the spotlight, like, like at the Rose Bowl, and even when they're big cool. like, like games that they played in, like he's just so funny. Cool. It's so good. <laughs> that cool. is such a put and that cool. on a t-shirt. Just cool. Um, I'm sure you could get one. Cool. Um, <laughs> that yeah, that is pretty funny. But also, that's kind of like first off, when you're oh uh, sly with a banger idea, UA should get an express tunnel to Rocky Point as a way to get recruits. Uh, Dude, that is actually pretty cool. Electric. Um, and then we need an express tunnel to Tucson. No, we need an express tunnel to Las Vegas. True. We, need, we just need bullet trains. Point. We need like those hyper trains. Dude, Elon Musk. That's never gonna happen. I know, but it makes me so, cool. no. I'm not saying. What like, are we? How do we get cross- there? How do we just shut up? Clearly, you. I just wanted to comment. We literally, we literally spoke no, 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 on no, no, the no. path. Literally, from literally, the tunnel there to is, train. From ten seconds, we were talking about Jetfish's recruiting, and now we are on Elon's express trains to Rocky Point. That was a full hour and a half ago. No, it was. That was been going for three days. But. I wasn't poo-pooing your idea of wanting them to be there. I just don't think it's ever. Oh happen. no! It yeah, makes me really not. sad. Okay, well, let's talk about the. I do team. no. Hold on. No, oh I my do, god! I do think what do you that. Mean, no. Let me do this. I do think that. Moving the, on. That the quick, uh, what is it like, forty-five minute bullet train to Vegas is is definitely a possibility because you don't have to build around infrastructure. You can just go right to the Hoover Dam and over it through the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Like a transformer. Did you see the explosion at the Hoover Dam the other day? No. That was scary. All right, go ahead. We finished. Uh huh. Okay. Any any thoughts on the DraftKings sportsbook app? Shout out David um, Peralta. I got shelled yesterday, dude. Fuck 
the Seattle Mariners and the the Houston Astros. What? Because no, no, I no, just fuck the Astros. Do you have the over? No, no. I had I could have won like three hundred fifty dollars if the Astros trade, had like fucking won that game, uh, or no, if the Mariners had won that game. Uh, they were the only part of a four leg parlay well, that I missed. Fuck the Astros because the Astros lost. The Astros won. The Astros won. They hit a two run. The Mariners need to be better. Are they going to be better today? But also, yeah. no. But also, fuck the Astros right was what we were talking about in the last show. Ride. Um, Logan Gilbert under two and a half innings yesterday was cash. Oh that my! Was he your, went seven. Didn't he? Yeah, he was went, the best he, of his career. Yes. That was your DraftKings pick of the week. On it was coyotes. my DraftKings pick of the week. Always hits on, on the, Coyotes. On coyotes. I don't know why. It was it was the Astros. But then there was a parlay built that had the. What are you doing? Listen, it was a parlay that they He's had built. He's betting against his pick of the week. It was a parlay <laughs> that they had. It was a parlay that DraftKings had built that had odds boosts on it. So I could have won a lot of money. I took it. Oh, was, DraftKings built it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, dude, what are you doing? No, I didn't build it. DraftKings, and it was that was the only way that missed. <laughs> well, if you want to go build your own parlays, you should download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Or use one that they PHNX, built. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. She's show notes for more. Not details. only can you build fun parlays, but you can also build friendships on the DraftKings sportsbook app. Really? Yeah. How? You can share your bet slips. Mm. Like, you don't have to take a screenshot. You can literally share them. Oh, really? Through true. the app? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Build friendships. Build money. Build an empire. Take over the world. Sounds like a Draft video games. game. <laughs> sounds like a, like a, a phone game. Yeah, the like, iPhone game. Have you seen, world the, of have you seen the, the, the one that's uh, going viral on Instagram about the grandma? No. Oh, it's unbelievable. So, it's one of those weird mobile games where, like, there's, like, too much story. Have you seen those where you're like, what is going on? Like, the yeah. boss ones? It's like one of those. But, like, people saw it the first time. They're like, wait, what did Grandma do? And they keep building on the story, and the game was nothing like it. And now it's just, like, a meme. And it's it's an ad, though. It's it's incredible. It's, it's fantastic. Let's talk about Hot or Not. And before we get to the traditional three topics that we've got, we've got a special fourth one. Um, but we're going to put it first because Hot or Not, ASU's new helmet. Oh, baby. Um, if ASU has a helmet, it is hot because always they, they, they never miss. They don't. That is so nice. They wanted the, people thought the ones last year were gonna suck. The pearlescent maroon really? ones. I love I them loved immediately. Them. I love the Espo yellow face hated mask. Them at first. They looked so good. Traitor. And you know what I said? I said once it gets under those lights, unpack twelve after dark, it's gonna look great. And mm -hmm. it did. It's gonna look even better with the streaming service. You know what? You know what we're never gonna see again though? Rashad White hurtling over somebody in one of those helmets. We'll see Daniel Angada and Xavier Valade. Holding onto the ball together and trucking then over people. No, yeah. they truck over people. No, Ooh, they're gonna they're gonna link arms yeah. and then Emery's gonna run behind them and they're gonna run over people and then Emery's just gonna have a free pass and touchdown. <laughs> Josh Hunt says Shane, I know what you're talking about. That grandma has overthrown governments in that part. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it is insane. Yeah, I will show you that after the show. It's I crazy. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Leo, I don't know what you're talking about. Without further ado. I also get slot machine ads, so Yeah, we're on different sides of Instagram. Yeah. I get those on TikTok. Yeah, on I get different so things. many of those. Let's get the hot or not, yeah. All right, let's see who's hot this week. I literally didn't haven't produced on a Friday in a while, it feels like, so I don't know who's been hot. But just because of the record, we'll go. Because of the record? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, Sean's been hot, so he's hot this week. Oh, like betting, you mean? Yeah. Oh, on the oh, picks okay. of the week. Yeah. Oh, for picks of the week. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Mm, I appreciate it. himself, man. I yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, well, for the record, I do want to say, like, as I did hit the pick, but Leah told me about 30 seconds before I had to make the pick that I needed to make a pick of the week. So I didn't put any thought into it. So Doesn't I matter. ended up thinking, I ended up overthinking myself. Well, I just got to trust my gut more. You should have because you're always on fire with the Coyotes picks of the week. Anyway, okay. First hot or not topic. Hot or not. Camping. Hot. Oh, hot. Flaming hot. Hot. Thank you're you. a loser if you say not. Yeah. And and not. being in a fucking like hey, cabin wait. or or an RV, that's like, what I'm cool, but not glamping. Hot or not? It's still hot, it's but still not hot. nearly as hot as camping. I don't think it's hot. It's cool because you get to spend out. So you got a campfire, and the campfire is really what makes camping for me. But that's it. That's all it takes. Wait, what? A campfire is we what can build makes you a fire here. No, that seems like a, a felony. Um, well, what is that's that? not a Dude, felony. Campfire and glamping? like because like because you're glamping, you can still go outside and have a campfire. So like glamping is hot, it's cool, yeah. but it's not nearly as as cool as like actually getting in a tent. Yeah, and and being out. So out you're about the, the tent then. I do like the tent. I have and a that's, great, it brings it I have a great it. camping spot up on the Magallan Rim next to Camp T that we have to go to. Yeah, it's totally fantastic. It snowed in March last time I was there. I don't know about Ooh. the snow, bro. It, only in the, the, the morning. It was it was amazing, and it wasn't that cold. It was the weirdest snow I've ever waking up. On a on like a cold morning camping, so so a morning fire, a little coffee around the fire, turn me up. 
Okay. Not that I've ever done that because I haven't been camping yeah, in a like, long yeah, time. Like, but in theory, it sounds amazing. What's next? Sean was like four years old. Used to drink coffee in the morning. <laughs> These were just dreams he had. He's actually never done this. He's never yeah. been camping before. I've been oh camping. my gosh! Okay, hot or not? And this one comes after some stuff on Twitter this week that started with Saul. And I know Sean continued. I actually don't know your thoughts. So hot or not? The wave. Oh, it's hot. No, okay. I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's hot necessarily because it's like it. But just the, the people that hate the wave are not hot. Like, stop being like. Why are you policing fun? Like, people are just enjoying. The wave themselves. isn't fun though. But it's like people. It's cool. No, it's, it's like, not. What's cool? It's about cool it? to see What's humanity. Cool humanity work in in unison like that. I think it's cool. I would be way more impressed if we could work in unison for actually something beneficial as opposed you're, to all you're standing up doing. You're this. asking way too much of the human race. It's cool. Like, it's just a oh, cool thing is to see. He? Is he I feel like too- I'm not. <laughs> you shouldn't. It shouldn't be asking yeah. too much. But what, based off we know about humans, it's asking way the too much. The wave is mid. That's all. I just, I, I just, it, it contributes nothing, and it doesn't really bother me. The only thing that bothers me is the people that are around you that if you don't stand up and do the wave, are like, mm, you're not doing the wave. Like, let me watch a fucking. Yeah, game. like you wronged them. Yeah, I do, I do. Well, I will say that one time I was you at a game and that mic right now. Yeah, just, <laughs> there was a guy behind me and he was like, Dude, he was like, I know. He was like, when I was younger, people actually stood up for the wave because like every, <laughs> no, no, but it was what? actually no, no. no Let's gatekeep the wave. It was, and it, was do it. it was a fair point because then I looked around and everyone was just kind of like, ah, and it's like, oh, I mean, if you're gonna do the wave, don't half that. Don't just like the like, whole idea of the wave is a half-assed idea. How, what what does it even no, mean, Totri? Yes, it is. What is yeah, what does that mean? It's whatever you want it what to mean. What the fuck no, are you talking no, about, Kobe Bryant? Yourself. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Well, what's the what's that See, commercial? No. No, explain what's that yourself. Commercial? Explain yourself. It's a half-ass thing. Why? If you want to do something in unison, wh- whether it's like a celebration, something, be more creative than that. No. I will what say that like, no. like you, you could go full But I mean they do chance. They also is That's more impressive than the wave. Stop it! This is no, just, the, the, no, because the wave involves timing. It involves is set on this. You can't change his mind. But like the thing is, is like the wave. I don't really care about the wave. I didn't care about the wave until people. So many people started hating it, and then I was like, Nah, fuck it, pro wave. It's a cool thing. Pro it's, wave. It's a sports thing. Like it's it's they do it. It's just cool. I'm anti wave. I'm also here for the Nickelback. Um, love Josh because I love Nickelback. In my honest opinion, the wave hate is like Nickelback. Uh, you are an absolute liar, and everyone loved the wave at some point. And you feel like you outgrew it. I don't think you outgrew Nickelback. I don't think I outgrew anything. No, but society did. Like a lot of people, there was an era where people hated Nickelback. And the only reason they hated Nickelback is because they were told to hate Nickelback. Yep. They they had no opinion on Nickelback. I love Nickelback. I'm just standing in line. Clothes I'll never get in. Careful, we're going to get a copyright claim. That's such a great song. I used to watch the Harry Potter Puppet Pals version. Yes. Dude, Harry Potter Puppet Pals. Puppet Pals. Ron, Ron Weasley, Dumbledore, Ghost. Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> so good. Uh, Harry Potter and the Ticking Time Bomb. Yeah, stupid. Okay. If you don't know what we're talking about, YouTube it. It was my childhood. If you don't know what we're talking about, you're probably 15 years old or like 15. Honestly, one of the best videos ever. Seriously. Let's get to the last time. I'm doing Okay, good. Okay, can the, you sing look us at this photograph? Like yeah, I will. <laughs> I love that. Oh, one of the uh, goat like original vines. Look at this graph. Yeah, and it's just yeah. holding the graph. <laughs> Love it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Last topic. And I don't mean this in terms of like, okay, just hot or not. It too much. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Hot or not, Beyonce. And I don't mean like oh, physically. Okay. I yeah, just was, mean like that was Beyonce. Affair. Yeah. Um, like, like Beyonce and the hype around Beyonce. Listen, I'll say this. It's Trader Joe's. No. no Beyonce's yeah, hot. No, Her band of is. minions is. is not hot. Yeah. But... It, it's, it is like Trader Joe's and the fact that there's so many people that are obsessed with her and like, oh my God, Queen B. And it's like, okay, she's good. I love Beyonce. She's, but she's, then there's no, also... Whoa. She's, she's not, amazing. She's amazing. And I think she's slept on as a rapper. Like one of the best rappers there are too. But but also there's so many people that hate her and it's like, go Ooh, fuck Creed's yourself. Creed's good too. Um, Sorry, in the chat says Creed over Nickelback. But Creed's good. I forgot about Nickelback Creed. is good. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, it's fine. Um... But like, there's, it's just like, so many people have such strong opinions on Beyonce and neither end is right. Like, she's not the greatest of all time. She's not bad. Those people are just like, I don't like Beyonce. She's not that good. It's like, go fuck yourself. Beyonce's amazing. Um, but also, like, the fact that she has a hive. Also, I do like the, yeah, the, the hive. The hive is not okay. The hive is not, but as a fan base name. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Better than uh, Swifties. Oh, yeah. Um, Beliebers. Yeah. That's not great I, either. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, 
like as I, I, I that's what I started with. It's Trader Joe's. Like I feel like sometimes it just it's like stop trying to push what you really like on other people. Like you can show them things, but everybody's heard of Beyonce. I'm sure everybody's listening to music. It's great. And the, but I mean, like on the other end of that, there has to be a certain level of respect for Beyonce. One hundred percent. You can't you just be here like Beyonce doing. sucks. But, so, like, but what I'm to the saying, left, to the left, go fuck yourself. Put everything in the box. Everything you own in a box to the left and get the fuck out of my face. Jesus, Sean. <laughs> okay. On that note, <laughs> we're partnering with a leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. Foco has got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids. Um, including people that support the Hive. And everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs, head on over to foco.com or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Gentlemen, anything else? Oh, yeah. I said we are going to save this for another show. And this is the show. Avril Lavigne was replaced by oh, a body Oh, my double. God. I forgot about this. You guys ready? I guess. I've heard this before, but yes. So the conspiracy theory is... That she died in early 2003, mm-hmm. after shortly after the release of her successful debut album, Let Go, mm-hmm. and was replaced by a body double who has a name. Her name was Melissa Vandella or Vandea. Evidence used to support the theory includes changes in her appearance, like the red carpet, how she always wore pants, and then she stopped wearing pants. A lot of things flipped right after 2003, like immediately. Bizarre. Um the origins of the theory can be traced back to 2011 in a Brazilian blog, which uh, was titled Avril Esta Morta, which means... <laughs> Avril is dead. Avril is dead. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think about that? Uh, this is very much like the the Paul McCartney is dead. You know mm-hmm. that one? I love conspiracy theories like this. Um, she probably doesn't love it. Um, I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot about Avril Lavigne. Um, who was it? What was it? Josh, just in the face structure is different. I need a little side by side action. The face structure is different. You, you, if you don't, if you haven't heard this before, go down a rabbit hole. It's so fascinating, and I, I'm not one of these people that's like this isn't true, but it's just really fun. Is it? Do you think she's alive or dead? Oh, she's dead. Really? You, you're on that side? Oh, no, she's I alive. I don't. Think so what happened? <laughs> what do you it's mean? It's like Kim Jong Un. It's definitely a double. We think Kim Jong Un's a double now, brother. Really? I don't know. I don't keep up with this, man. Oh, you don't keep up with world politics? Fuck, my bad. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. On that note. You don't remember when he got sick and he was disappeared for, wow. Oh, right. I do remember that, but I never remember hearing anything about a body double. Okay. <laughs> Josh, Avril Lavigne has actually addressed it on her TikTok and then in quotes Avril Lavigne. <laughs> uh, do you want to see you later, boy? Do you want to sing us out? Uh, I don't have the lyrics on my can I pull it up? Yeah, you, pull, you should can pull, you, um, you both sing us out. Can you go into oh, preview mode to make sure that the, yeah, Rockstar, the, the back. Um, what's it called? Isn't is yeah? Is unmuted? Okay. You want you want to help me with this, Sean? Are we we're seeing? Yeah, Rockstar? You want to go line sing. for line? Um, sure. Are we looking? Where are you looking at the lyrics so I know what line is? Which just line? the thing. Just type in what Rockstar pops up Nickelback lyrics, and then okay. it'll be the first thing on Google. On that note, we appreciate everybody tuning in today. Um, if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Are you going first or am I going I'll first? I'll go first. Follow okay. me at PHNX, or you can follow me at Anthony underscore Toe You can follow Shane at Shane Deepin. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Wanted to be a rock star as always. Gentlemen, take it away. I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of the nothing and I'm never gonna win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs. In a bathroom I can play baseball in. And a king-size tub big enough for ten plus me. Oh, so what you need? I need a crap. Okay, we're good. Let's go. Bye, guys. Adios.